This your boy Savon checking in with the Living Room Podcast, and I got a brand new episode for y'all, the people, for the culture. I've been gone for a minute, but now I'm back with the jump off. You know, I uh, came out of my hiatus because there was an artist in particular that I interviewed about a year and a half ago, and he had this drive, and he had the music to match the drive, and he hit me up personally and was like, hey man, I want to... I want to do another interview. Let's do it again. He got a new project dropping on the third called Sorry for My Trauma. Uh, he go by the name of Skip all the way from Indianapolis, man. So y'all lock in with him, man. He got a lot to offer and a lot of new music for you guys. So uh, see what we got to talk about, all right? This your boy, Savon. My first interview of 2023. We got a... A repeat guest here, man. He go by the name of Skip, and he come by, and you know he's uh gonna tell me what he got coming in the works. I interviewed this man like uh about a year ago, I would say, right? About a yeah. year ago, and um I really enjoyed the interview, and uh you know we gonna see what what you got to offer, what you got going on now, man. First of all, I want to say how you been. Everything been good, man. Just getting back in the motion of things, man. You know, last time we spoke. I released uh, King of Indiana, my album, and uh, that was 2020, probably mid or late 2020. And uh, mm-hmm. since then, you know, I done had some things shaking and uh, I'm finally getting back in motion. You know, uh, sorry for my trauma. My new album is releasing February 3rd, which is this Friday. Yeah, you know I mean, and uh, the new single is already out, my HLF, which stands for homie lover friend, my homie lover friend. And we're we just getting back in the motion of things, man, and trying to tap back into this to this fan base of mine, you know, uh, I know I dipped off for a second, but you know, it was out of my control. I'm just trying to get them back in a, in a swing. Got you. Got you. And like with this new project, man, what, what, what do you feel um, is different from the last one? You know, cause that's what fans always love to check for. Like yeah. some people want to be stuck with the same sound and some people don't like for artists to develop these days or to change stuff. Like what can you yeah. say about this without, giving it all away you know i tell you what if you are if you are already a fan of skip uh this is something you ain't never experienced as far as the sound uh if you never heard skip and this is your first time listening you know uh i just want to want to tell you you could listen to a the skip album before and it's gonna be a totally different style i'm, I'm just a person who's gonna always switch it up you know what i mean just to show that i'm capable of doing any style of hip-hop uh, this album is more on the melodic side. It's called Sorry for My Trauma, so it's deep. I'm always deep, but as far as like uh, the flavor, you know, I switched that up. So this is more melodic. The last one was pure hip hop. You know what I mean? Um, the one before that was kind of a mix of melodic and hip hop. But I'm always, you know, dibbling and dibbling and dabbling in different bags, man. Just trying to have fun with it. Yeah, and that's that's definitely one of the most important things is is having fun with the music. A lot of yeah. artists get stuck in their in their own mind with with being creative. They they face the um the pressure of trying to recreate something like the last or to outdo the last and it and it puts them into a writer's block situation or where they're unable to create. So here yeah. it's cool because I feel like the best records come from when the artist is having fun and when they're enjoying themselves and it's like just focused on just making good music that the best music you can deliver so i've seen that you um been active even in between the um the projects i've seen that you've been doing like some more private performances more intimate performances i checked out one on your ig um probably last year 
when you you did the thing you had the band and it was the bus and it was yeah. all, tell me about that how did that come about that was dope man things like that i'm i'm blessed man i i've uh, i've put in so much work over the years man things like that come by way of just you know just my legacy that i've left behind in my city you know uh they reach out and they ask for me to do things like that because I'm that kind of artist that can pull something like that off, you know? So I'm grateful for the talent and I'm grateful for, you know, just the legacy I have in my city. Um, my face was featured on the side of a bus, I performed on a bus, I performed on a bus stop. Um, you know, just all of this is really in promotion of like, we got a new uh, transit in the city. It's, it's the same company as, you know, our transit, but it's a different route, the red line and the purple line, you know, just new lines they building throughout the city. So. I'm grateful to be a part of those things, man, just for them to feel like I'm a I'm a representation of Indianapolis, you know, and they put me in those positions to, you know, get in front of that, that big platform of theirs. Yeah, that's dope that you got the city behind you. You know, yeah. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of artists that struggle with that. Um, and you, you seem to have that love behind you. And, you know, yeah. I know some years ago, I don't know how relevant it is with how people view it today because of the internet. But I remember early on, even um, with with talking to people industry-wise, they would always say, well, attack your city first and get your city behind you. And then yeah. we'll see what comes from there. Like, I know it comes organic for you, but did you ever feel like that was a pressure for you to do besides honing in on the internet as another source? Yeah, coming up, you feel like your city is, is everything. You don't even realize it's, it's a whole world out there. So of course, I, that first thing I wanted to do naturally was just take over my city, and uh, my city, man, they they caught on quick. Uh, I don't know, I guess I I don't know, maybe I'm talented. I don't know. I'm I'm a humble guy. I'm not gonna say it for myself. I'd rather let, let the people say it for me. But I mean, they they caught on quick, man. I'm talking about 15, 16 years old. I had a, a solid fan base in Indianapolis, so I'm blessed with that. And um, I had an exec tell me, he was like, the first thing he asked me was like, "What's your fan base at home like?" And this is like a worldwide exec. And I'm like, uh, you know, I got a good fan base. He like, do the DJs know you? I'm like, yeah, all the DJs know me. He said, good, because if you would have told me they didn't, then I would have moved on to the next artist. So that just go to show other artists that it is important and they, and they do check for stuff like that. So you want to build a foundation at home before you try to go anywhere else. And don't get me wrong, you know, uh, you got people like Pac who moved to the West Coast and that was, he called that his home. And that's where he built his foundation. So you, you ain't got to build at home, but you need to have a place where you got a, your core fan base. Yeah, you know I mean, you got to have a city that you got on lock at least. So that would, I mean, for Pac, that was Cali, but for me, it's home. Dope, dope. And, you know, that, that bring that we can go into a whole nother conversation about that because yeah. people have the theories on if that matters as much as having the internet in a vice grip, you know, and it's, yeah. it's one of those lines where I think it's just subjective to the artists and what means. Uh, what it means to them, you know, if they want to have the longevity or if they just want to have that one hit wonder and just get what they can get out of it and keep going. So, you know, all of that stuff could be subjective, depending on who we talk to, of course. Right. But it's good that you got your, your city behind you and there's love there. And, um, you know, that you're going to have that support. And I, I, I feel for any artist, you would want your city behind you. But like you said, it's a whole world out there, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely something, you know, dope that you spoke to. Uh, another thing that I want to, you know, get into or just ask you, you know, based on our last interviews, how is how is your relationship still with uh, Rhymefest? Oh, yeah, that's the homie. Like I told you, man, uh, I'm a part of a it's like a brotherhood, basically kind of like a fraternity, but not quite um, mm -hmm. called Night Sons. 
and Romfest is a nice son. You know what I mean? So we brothers through that regardless of whatever whatever else is going on throughout life. So that's the homie forever and always. He did what he did on, on the love. All he asked me for was some yats. I don't know if y'all got yats down where you at, but it's a restaurant. He said, all you got to do for me, little bro, is give me some yats and we Gucci. So I'm nah, like, we don't have it here, man. Yeah, yes, man. It's a, it's Creole. Uh, it's Louis. It's like kind of like yeah, Louisiana type culture food. Uh, it's like rice and gravy. But uh, I'm not a huge fan of yats. But you know, what I mean, if, if Brown Fest is gonna give me a, a guest feature and swing down to Indianapolis to shoot the video, we are gonna get some yats. Yeah, you know I mean, so yeah, it's all love with me and him, man. And shout out to also to the Night Sons and Shadow Cat and all the people who helped put that in place. You know, just from their years of building relationships, you know, I benefited from my brothers, my brother's journey. You know what I mean? And that's what it's all about. Yeah. So are we, are we, uh, should we expect to see a, a guest verse from him this, on this project? No, nah, Romfest in his own bag. Uh, own bag. Around that time, he was trying to get back in motion himself, but now he's in motion. He got some things going on, man. So whenever an artist is in album mode or in grind mode, I let him be, bro. You know what I mean? Because I, I know how it feels to be in, in grind mode or album mode and people keep asking for favors and stuff like, hey, I'm, I'm in my own bag right now. So, yeah, we're going to definitely get a homie some space, but best believe, you know, in the future is going to be some more collaborating going on. Facts, facts. And um, do you have any features on this project that you want to speak to? I got to? one. Yeah, I got one feature. It's from my homie Big Wood, man. Uh, he, he's a, he's a, a frequent feature on my music and I'm a frequent feature on his, but uh, I wasn't gonna do any features. Um, I had I had two planned, but one of them kind of fell through. So all I got is Big Wug on this one, uh, and uh, he did he didn't disappoint at all. He did his thing as the sole feature. I'm yeah. sorry for my trauma. Is he from back home too? Yeah, this is what uh, this actually when I first started rapping publicly. I mean, I, I've been making I've been writing music since I was like 13, but I didn't publicly put out a song until freshman year, and he was the reason we uh. We did it together as a rap group because we mm. both like needed that push from another person, you know, shy, acting all shy and whatnot. So we kind of helped each other be a little more courageous and we uh, formed a rap group. And Big Wood was, yep, 15 years old. We started a rap group and dropped a mixtape. So me and him been locked in well, over over almost two decades now, you know what I mean? Over a decade. Yo, and that's special maintaining those relationships. Like yeah. that's something that speaks volumes about yourself as well. Um, you still have those solid relationships with not only people from back home, but, you know, industry cats and then Rhyme Fest. And, you know, it's just like that speaks yeah. volumes to who you are as a character, as an artist outside of the music as well. So that's real dope. And then Appreciate the love it, from back home, because I, I check out your IG, man. The kids love you. The the teenagers love you. You got people from the from back home who's supportive. And, you know, that's big, man. That's really big. Yeah. because There's a lot of artists that that struggle to find themselves and struggle to find that support. And some of them have that, that, uh, that frustration that builds up where they lead to start getting frustrated with it. And it goes to the internet, man, nobody support me. None of this city. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And we don't get that from you, man. So yeah. that that's real special. Um, in this day and age, man, because music is so, uh, microwavable, you yeah. know, you have an artist to come out, drop a song or drop a mixtape or album or EP and, they just disappear and you never hear from them again. Right. So, like to have those relationships going, that's a true testament to longevity as well, because, you know, as long as you have that support, you can keep on dropping and you can keep on using it as motivation to keep going. 
Um, and, and it's all a process. I want people to understand, like, you don't just wake up like this. You bump your head. You you make those mistakes that you spoke about. Like, I ain't going to sit here and act like I ain't never been emotional. You know what I mean? But, we all have. Yeah, it's a work in progress. You know, I've, I felt like it was me against the world, but it's a maturation thing. Eventually, you get older and you get more experience and you realize, like, it was never people ignoring me. It was me not applying enough pressure. When you apply that pressure, they respond. You know what I mean? So that's just what it is. You gotta you gotta get out your feelings and get in your bag, man. Yeah, facts, facts. Because like another thing about that too is like the special thing about the internet. I know some people will have like two sides to this. They'll say, "Man, if you drop something that people don't like, just drop something else. They'll forget about the last one." But then you exactly. have people on the you'll have people on the net on the flip side. that will say, "Man, once you put this out in there to the world, you know, if it don't hit, it come back. That could be your first and last." It all depends on what your mindset is on it. But we have seen how the um, the attention span of people going, like if you drop something that don't hit, just keep on going. Something will stick. Thanks. It's like throwing something out of the wall to it stick. And I, I'm not going to lie, man. Um, I listen to your projects. I actually like your music, bro. Like, like genuinely, I like your last project. I like what you put out there. I, I look at the IG and I see the support. I see what you keep going, what you keep doing and, you know, every time I scroll, I'll see you or other artists that I've I've interviewed. And I always will, when I can, drop some love under under a comment or something like that to let you know, hey, I'm watching. And, you know, and I've always want to have people come back and let me know where they're at a year from now or so-and-so months from now because I want to see the progress. And for you, yeah. you're somebody who I've seen that's continuing to grow. Yeah. And so that's, that's real dope to me, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm known for in the city, man, just – never never taking my foot off people's necks like i'm a i'm a be the one if that's that's why i said i was so upset in 2022 that i ain't dropped no music that was a first for me you know and and i felt like you know i felt i, I don't want to get too in my feelings but I, I just didn't like that i didn't like that it was somebody else that was the reason for that I, mm-hmm. I i've never let anybody stop me from doing what i do but you know i got i got caught up in in something you know and it was it is what it is you know but i ain't never went a year a year without releasing music so uh I'm I'm probably the most consistent person I've ever seen in music. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, it's just it's just all work, man. All grind. But you know what the cool thing about it is it's not like you took even though you didn't drop new music, you still like kept your last project alive. You kept your your former music still going, bro. Like you yeah. was doing those performances, you was still having a presence on social media. It's not like you just fell off the face of earth and people's like you know, whatever happened to him, they're kind of like, man, when the new music is dropping, you probably got that, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, you still stayed active, bro. In the, in, you know, in those type of situations, a lot of people will just sit it down and be like, man, I'm done with this out of frustration. And I know you probably have had times where, yeah. you, you know, wasn't that frustration, like, man, I don't know, man, but you kept the stuff going, you stayed active. So that's dope to me as well. Sure, um, I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I want to get outside of what the new project is, and I have some questions for you because okay. it's something I'm starting to ask. Uh, I'm gonna start doing, and I, I asked some artists in the past off record. But um, one of the things I want to get from you, man, is can you give me your top five favorite artists of all time? Uh, hip hop or or just period? We'll we'll do hip hop. Okay, so you got Pac. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got I'm gonna go with J Cole. Uh, Pimp C. Okay. Okay. Uh, this one is it's kind of tough because I'm not a huge fan of his his recent work in like the past six seven years. But mm. prior to that, prior to his prison stint, 
Boosie. Boosie yeah. was one of my favorites. Uh, what's that? Four. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm gonna throw this guy in there because I felt like I feel like if he wouldn't have passed away, uh, he probably would have rose to probably top two, and that's Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey, yes, facts. Man, you got a diverse top five, man. I don't yeah. hear many people throw uh Pimp C in there. You know, I know people that's like from where you're from or around the areas of Dallas, Texas, and Houston or whatever. I know people that's from there that will throw them in there. And uh, you know, I'm from Jacksonville and uh I hear people always throw Bootsy in their top five. Anybody who know Bootsy, he always say, like, Jacksonville is second home. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's always love here. I hear Bootsy, but, you know, that's dope to hear Pimp C. Yeah. Coming from where I'm from or how I grew up, UGK was something that we heard on radio. You know, Um, I remember moving to Jacksonville, probably had to be in elementary or whatever, and, like, sipping on some scissor was on radio. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, and then they they did the big pimping and then all that, you know. So that's dope to hear you say that, man. Especially, especially when people hear your music. I wouldn't think that anybody would hear that coming from you, bro. Right. Or know yeah. you as an artist. So that's real dope, too. Yeah, I've had a lot of people try to predict my favorite artists. And mm. um, I don't know if, if if I could, I ain't gonna say if I could, because I can, mm. but if I have the resources to make the kind of music I genuinely want to make, it probably wouldn't sound like nothing people have ever heard from me because uh it's gonna take some real musicians <laughs> yeah you know i mean to really dive into the bag i want to dive into and i think at at that moment you would uh, better understand and or better hear my influence but um yeah man uh those are my, those are my top guys and, and what they all have in common is just their how genuine they are bro like yes mc might be a, a gangster but he's a genuine gangster uh exactly. nipsey is a genuine businessman and and, and activist type of personality cold is just genuine all around you know what i mean like all of them are just genuine people so that's what i love they made music that i felt like was original and, and was like one of one definitely and i could talk hip-hop all day with people that's that's really what all this you know when i started this this was like the start of it all but i didn't want to limit myself to just that but i could have conversations about hip-hop all day bro and it may be leading some debates or whatever. The top five one is always the one that leads in the debates because people will ask you your top five and they want to critique what your answer is. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yo, you asked me for my top five, bro. Right. You may yeah. have yours, but you asked me for mine. And yeah. mine always stay solid. Um, and sometimes there's no particular order. And depending on what day you ask me, it is a particular order. <laughs> yeah. But, but for me, my top five, um, I'll put Jay. Mm-hmm. I would say Jay-Z, um, my favorite artist of all time, hands down. I would say uh, Pac, of course. I would say Big. Um, those are my three. And then this is where it starts to, you know, yeah, get shaky on, on, to some people because even though I got arguably three individuals that I just mentioned that people will say is, in depending on what era it is, they'll say is the best of all time in their own right. But I also would throw people like, uh, I'll throw Wayne in there. Yeah. Wayne that ain't, has that ain't bad. Yeah, Wayne has influenced his whole generation. Yeah, facts. And like, so. Mixtape Wayne is unlike anything I've ever. His reign, man. Yeah, and bro. It can often be criticized his content, but he never claimed to be the best content creator. He always claimed to be the best rapper alive. Yeah. And when it comes to rapping, he wraps circles around people. 
with in his prime, you know. Um, so I would always throw Wayne in there. So I got Jay, Biggie, Pac, Wayne, and then five is always something I could substitute out. But I always got to throw Nas in there, man. Mm-hmm. I yeah, the reason why I throw Nas in there is just because, like, Illmatic, it's not only a classic album, but I think it changed the scope of how people view uh, what's to come from hip-hop. You know, right. everybody, I could say, arguably, any hip-hop legends um, from that time has even appreciated Illmatic. Even Jay, even they had their own rival. There's plenty of times where Jay has talked about Illmatic or referenced Illmatic or Nas when he dropped or, you know, people from around his way, you know, right. got to give Nas that. And he's still producing great content today, great albums today. Facts. That Magic album was today. one of his best albums to me, bro. Exactly. So Magic is crazy. <laughs> yeah, but when I get in the top tens versus top fives, that's when I can start explaining the range now. But if I would say my top five of all time, I will definitely say them. And yeah. for, for, multiple, for a multitude of reasons why, you know. Yeah. If we're uh, talking favorites, then what I said is my favorites. If we're talking best, that's a yeah. different conversation, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, you know, it's all subjective, like you said, but my favorites and my best would be a lot different. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, because my favorites, I'm throwing Ludacris in there. Yeah. Throwing, yeah. Ludacris doesn't get enough credit, bro. Like, he yeah. doesn't get enough credit for He doesn't, bro. Not only for his 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 rhyming ability, but his creativity. And his, I've, I've never really heard a bad Ludacris album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Little Chris got one album that I'm not too too fond of because it was later on. I kind of felt like uh, it's not like what I'm used to getting from him or what I would like to hear from him. But other than that, Ludacris never made bad albums in his prime to me, and he he was consistent and he he uh, he was creative. So to me, I, I would put Ludacris in there. I would put uh, Ti in there. A lot of yeah. people. Yeah, uh, hard. Yeah, pe- people don't understand. Like now, I guess in this era when artists are more so known for other things outside of music, people don't really, this generation does, doesn't really understand what these artists were to us in their prime. And one of those people that's the true testament is like your T.I. and your Ludacris because Luda is mostly known to the newer generation for movies. Right. Stuff right. like that. And T.I. is mostly known for all the other stuff outside of music you know for movies too for the most part most people will yeah. see his face and think movies they will you know what i mean yeah you're right i've had I, and i've had the pre- pleasure of interviewing uh one of ti's sons you know what i'm saying that's doing music in his own in his own right but it's like ti is definitely an influence not only the trap music one of the beginners of trap music but like he he gave that content and he's there right. you know but those those conversations i could have all day bro and i just wanted yeah. to get See, see what your stuff is, where, where your head at when it comes to that type of stuff, man. You said the project drops February 3rd. Yes, sir. February yes, sir. 3rd. And where could everybody get it? It's available everywhere, man. Uh, as always, if you know me, then you know I push the agenda of people buying music again. So uh, I already got my fan base on that wave. You know, they already know when I drop. Go straight to the iTunes store, not Apple Music. You can stream it on Apple Music. Yeah, but if you really like a supporter, 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 then go to the iTunes store or go to Amazon. That's where I ask people to go. I always make my albums like a few dollars cheaper than everybody else's just so I can, you know, just try to show a little love on my end. But I just try to let them know, like, we don't make money off streams, man. And I know it ain't 
It ain't it ain't y'all responsibility. It ain't, you know, y'all don't owe us nothing. But for mm -hmm. the people who, you know, if you really support an artist and you really enjoy their music, go spend that seven, eight, nine, ten dollars and just buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It ain't gonna hurt you in no kind of way. So uh, for the people who do stream music, <laughs> yeah, facts. Yeah. For the people who do stream music, that's we we appreciate that. Don't get it twisted and think that we we saying if you stream and don't buy your no, we appreciate that. But I'm just saying for the people who want to do more to help, you know, help artists get a little money back, independent artists in particular, because we spend thousands of dollars on music and music videos and promotions and marketing. It's expensive. And for us to get 100,000 streams and only get paid $200, like, you know what I mean? It's hard. So I promote that. So that was a little long-winded answer, but oh, that's good. the album will be available everywhere. You know, do what you do. But I just encourage you to buy music, not just mine, everybody's music. Buy it. Uh, it's, it's not a lot. Definitely, definitely. And uh, I, I got another question for you, and this is a big one. Hey, man, what's going on with y'all Colts, man? Uh, I don't even watch football <laughs> no more, bro. Hey, hey, I don't even watch football no more, bro. Ever since Peyton left, I stopped watching football. I'm not going to lie, bro. bro. I stopped I watching football, bro. I watched it for like the first year of luck, and it, I don't know, bro, like the coach just threw me out of the football loop. I'm a basketball guy. <laughs> I do. No, my, my best friend's a Colts fan, and he, he yeah. talks shit to me like the whole season because I'm a Jags fan. So, you yeah. know, it's like that, that kind of rival being in the uh in the in the same division. Yeah. And he, he talks so much trash to me towards the <laughs> end of the season. I was like, hey man, we in the playoffs, man. Y'all watching us. One thing you can't do is trash talk on the coach side. They they gonna let yeah. you down every time. He's boy. a faithful coach. When I say he's a he's a faith, he grew up here in Jacksonville just with me. That's crazy. He, it had to be Peyton and them that got him on the on the coach wagon. It had to be, bro. Peyton, Edron James. Those yeah, were good. Man. Those was good teams. Yeah. Wayne, yeah, that's that's his boys, man. So yeah, and it was not only especially we beat y'all and then y'all came back and beat us in the season. So he had he had a lot to say, but I'm like, hey man, we in the playoffs, we got booted out, but rightfully right. we got booted out by a team that's going to the Super Bowl. We'll be back next year and everything's good. Yeah, I ain't watched football in years. I ain't gonna lie. I'm I'm a diehard basketball fan, but football boy, they threw me out of it. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it, man. I appreciate you chopping it up with me here at the living room, man. Anything else you want to get out to the people? I just want to say thank you, bro, you know, for giving the people a platform, you know what I mean, to tell their story and push their uh, brands or whatever they got going on. That's love, man. Shout out to you and all the content creators out here who do that. Um, I just want to say thanks to the supporters also, like artists and content creators, whoever. We're nothing without y'all support, so we appreciate y'all too. And I just want to say, you know what I mean, much love, bro. That's it. It's much all love with me, man. That's why I tap back in with you, bro. Like, I enjoyed our last talk. I just wanted to tap back in with you, bro. You know, Yo, much definitely love. Just appreciate it. When you hit me and was, you know, was like, hey, man, let's let's do it again and yeah. say less. For you sure. know, figure out the time we make it happen, man. I, you know, I expect you back in the future when you have future projects or even if you, you know, you have anything else you want to put out there for the people, man. You're always welcome here, man. So I appreciate you. Much love. Appreciate you. No problem. Yo, another one in the books. Another one wrapped up. And before I get up out of here, man, I just want y'all to know I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the questions. Of when the new podcast episodes come in, what's going on with the podcast? I just want to say y'all are the reason I continue to do it. 
I, I had my hiatus because I want to get stuff in order to, you know, soar higher with things, you know, and I'm still going to be providing y'all content. It may not be as often as it once was, but just know there's always a plan behind what I'm doing. And, uh, and I will never forget the supporters and the true people who actually listen or watch what I have going, but there's going to be plenty more to come. And I just want you all to stay locked in with me here at the living room. So just know you can follow me at J-A-S-H-A-A-D-904. And you can, uh, you can follow Skip as well at S-K-Y-P-P-317 on IG. Sorry for my trauma coming February 3rd. Y'all be sure to uh, to order that, to check it out, to download it, stream it, however you want to do it. And uh, shout out to Skip, man. Because uh, he hit me, man. He, he wanted to do a second interview. And I thought that was so dope to me because usually I'm the one that's reaching out to people. So I appreciate it, man. Uh, all love. I just want to let y'all know, um, you know, things are still rolling. And I also have another thing y'all need to remember. Before you come in the living room, take your shoes off.